What's up, Hyperfast Nation? On this episode of the show, I'm going to dive into a topic that can save you a lot of time, a lot of money, a lot of headache, and do the same for your buyer clients. And it's how to set proper buyer expectations up front. Stand by for this episode of the Hyperfast Show. All right, Hyperfast Nation, welcome to this episode of the show. Today I'm going to talk about setting buyer expectations up front. This is an exercise that takes you an extra 30 minutes, maybe at most, in your initial meeting and saves you countless hours of time down the road. It will also help your buyers from getting frustrated and maybe even firing you. So it's going to increase your client happiness, increase your conversion rate, increase your referral deals that you get done, increase your repeat business. So this is time and effort well spent, and it only adds an extra 30 minutes typically to your process up front. Now, we have actually done in previous episodes uh, a whole nine-part series called Master the Buyer Game. It's featuring Carrie Scholl, and you know she goes over a whole process of how to meet with clients, how to set expectations, how to show them homes, how to write them offers, how to get more deals done, a whole nine-part series. So if you have not watched that Master the Buyer Game series, go back and find it on YouTube or iTunes or Spotify and, and take a look. But for the expectation setting, right, this is something you do up front. And a lot of times, real estate agents, uh, they do a bad job of this because they're afraid to tell their clients that what they want does not exist, right? You've all heard the joke about champagne taste, beer budget. Well, um, a, lot of, a lot of agents are afraid to do that up front, right? Just like a lot of them are afraid to have the proper uh, agency talk and get the buyer agent commission agreement, you know, signed up front, right? A lot of agents are afraid to tell their clients that like, hey, I know you want five bedrooms, new construction, you know, in this part of town and, and your budget's half million, but that costs 800,000, right? Some, some, some people out there are afraid to have that discussion. So we've got a process for how you do it, right? So the first thing you do is a needs analysis, right? You sit down with your buyer client and you are going to ask them what they need, right? Type of house they want, size, bedrooms, location, features, right? And this is assuming you've already kind of had the budget um, talk with them and you know they've talked to a lender they know what their price range is so you're gonna have this discussion with them up front you are going to then enter their criteria into the MLS live right you're doing this in front of them the best thing is like have a shared screen where you know they can see you can do this on zoom too by the way um, and share your screen so you know if they say they want you know this many bedrooms this many baths this year built in this area you put that criteria in and look at what has, uh, has sold in the last 12 months, okay? If, you know, 24 things have sold in the last year that meet their criteria, you now know that on an average, twice a month, right, every two weeks, something will pop up that meets their criteria, right? They, they, they have some flexibility maybe in, in, you know, being picky. Now, if you do the search and three things come up, you know that they might only get an opportunity once a quarter, 
right? So they're going to have to jump on something they see and, and be less picky. Uh, if nothing shows up, well, and a lot of times this happens. So if nothing shows up, great. You've now used the market to let them know that what they want does not exist, right? But you're not the bad guy. The market is, right? So you've used data to actually show them that they need to adjust criteria. And what you'll do next, if this is the situation, is adjust the criteria live, all right? So you can tell them, I know you said four bedrooms, but would a three-bedroom work if maybe there was space for that, that office or den, all right? And you can put three bedrooms in the search, see if anything popped up. Or, hey, I know you, um, I know you said you wanted to be um, a quarter mile from this area. What if we go to a half mile or a mile, right? And you know, run the search again. Or hey, I know you said after talking with the lender that you're approved for six hundred thousand, but you want to stay under five hundred thousand. What if we go up to six hundred thousand? What does that do, right? Um, so then you'll you'll kind of triangulate, right? You'll adjust the three criteria: the, the the price, the location, and the features, and see what pops up. Right now the buyer is able to see in real time that if they go from four bedrooms to three bedrooms and widen their location, that now they're going to have a lot more choices. Um, and, the, you know, it, it, there could be a lot of different criteria they're looking at. So there's, you know, you can adjust different things and it's, it's really a trial and error. But what, what so often happens is buyer's agents, you know, real estate agents, they're afraid to have this conversation up front. So they will go to their... Um, you know, they'll send their clients a bunch of things that kind of don't meet their criteria and then take them out on showings and then the, the clients get frustrated. They feel like you did not listen to them. You know, they, you told them you wanted a three-bedroom and you're showing them four-bedroom. Or you, they, they told you they wanted a four-bedroom and you're showing them three-bedrooms. Or they said they want this part of town and you're on the other side of the road, right? So, um, or or the, the agent will, you know, take their criteria and then nothing comes up, so they never send them showing. So then they don't know what you're doing for them. Now, I recently did a podcast on how to find off-market inventory, and it, you know, it could be that what they want does exist. It just doesn't turn over much, and you can research that through tax records and you know, going back further in your um, search history on the sales side, right? So there's, and then you know, we did a whole podcast on how to find off-market inventory. So you can definitely look at that, and um, you know, if you are in that mode where you are not sending them active listings because none exist what they want, but you're looking off market, you, know, you need to communicate with them. You need to communicate with them what you're doing so that they think you're working very hard for them because you could be working very hard for them, but if you're not communicating that to them, they don't know, all right? But it's, it's really best just to have this upfront conversation with them and tell them, like, look, you know, this is the data. I know you want A, B, and C. It doesn't exist. Um, maybe we can find it off market, or maybe we can't. Maybe it just really doesn't exist in that price range. Um, but if you have the conversation up front, right, then they see you as a problem solver, right? Because well, if, if you're not doing it up front and you're either showing them the wrong things or not showing them at all, what happens is eventually they're going to buy with another agent. You might not even know. They're going to just fire you or ghost you. Um, and rather than having a repeat client happy client that sends you, you know, 
referral deals and helps you grow your business, like you just wasted your time, you just wasted their time. So you need to really have this expectation setting process up front where it's really simple. It's a, it's a you know, two, three step process, right? Determine their needs, search for it, adjust until you find it. That's all you have to do. So I hope you found this valuable. I hope you implement this in your business. It has you know, helped us close hundreds and hundreds of buyers each and every year. And if you um, get a ton of value out of this podcast, I ask that you please give us a review on iTunes or Spotify or share it with other real estate agents. You know, let's, we're all in this together. Let's, let's help each other learn. And by the way, if you are a real estate agent and you're curious about what it's like to partner with Carrie Shaw and I at eXp Realty, where we've built one of the fastest growing groups and have hundreds of agents in 15 or 16 different states, um, we would love to have that conversation with you. You know, in this model, we truly become your partners. We coach you. We pour into your business. We help you build a team if that's what you want to do. We help you build revenue share if you want, you know, massive passive residual income. All you need to do to learn about this opportunity is send me a text message at 703-638-4393. Again, you can text me at 703-638-4393. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast. We'll see you next time.